Hi everybody, this is the Fish and Grits Podcast. Like I wasn't surprised by the list because I'm like, as much as Beyonce, you know, wears protective styles and giving it, pay people to take care of your hair and God only knows what your mom is doing to your hair because she did hair. It's like, I'm not surprised that your hair is healthy and it looks like that and it's long. Hell, I'm trying to get to where you at. I feel like my hair will not grow. Like, it just won't get past the length it is now. So, I think I'm just going to give up and just be like, you know what? I'll just be bald-headed for the rest of my life. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, you know what? I just give up and I'm just going to relax my hair. I'm not just No. Back. I'm not going back to relax. Speaking okay. of protective styles, why on a marketing call today? Somebody said, oh, can people with locks use this? All the white people. I'm sorry. What, what was that? What? What is a lock? What locks? What is that? You you don't know what locks are? You can have faux locks. You can have, you know, regular locks. You can have sister locks. Oh, my gosh. There's different kinds. And I'm just sitting there like, why the fuck do y'all work here? Literally, why are (laughs) y'all working on black products and y'all don't know shit about them? Y'all make me sick. (laughs) Them white walkers. Oh, my God. We should still take a class on this. Bitch. No, please don't. Don't infiltrate our... um... Bitch safe spaces with it. Let's go to a salon, like a beauty salon or something, bitch. Bust down, Tatiana. Okay. So, I want to see you bust down. Why are we, he is, he cannot rap. Like, I've never I think he's going one hit wonder. When I finally heard Tatiana, I was like, this is so horrible. Like, he sound out of breath. He sound like he just don't care. I'm like, Cardi B is the best thing about this song. Cardiana. Speaking mm-hmm. of Cardi. Press, 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 press. Cardi don't get no. Mm-hmm. Cardi don't need no press. Okay. Are you the lyric police? No, I'm just saying. That's what she says. If you're going to say it, say it right. Okay. Get it right now. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to round four of Fish and Grits. <laughs> round four. Fight. Yeah. Round if we four. were in a fighting. Uh, video game? Would it be Mortal Kombat or something? Yes, Mortal Kombat. I love that game. I love the violence. I love seeing heads get chopped off. Alright. You love the violence. Thank you yes. for letting us all know that. Guts be everywhere and they be get so creative with the fatalities. I'm like... Yeah, See, I was eyes. more into like some Mario Kart type. Oh. Uh, like... Okay. <laughs> Good day. Alright, well since you like violence... And the person you want to talk to is currently, you know, I want to talk to. <laughs> fighting, I want to talk about. Talk about is currently fighting a case that involves violence. Let's just talk about your um, best friend, best friend. That's not my best friend. Obviously, I'm not your best friend because you hopped on today to oh, high destiny. Oh my god, I can't call. I call you by your government one time, and all of a sudden, like it's the end of the world. Yep, it's a wrap. Oh my god, whatever. Anyways. She's talking about Cardi B and her press video. Um, you know, Cardi, she's a lot of things. She's loud. She's ghetto. She's problematic. But the bitch is creative as fuck because that video <laughs> was a concept. Like, she's showing you how you can take your budget and really put it to good use. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's taking yeah. that shmoney, that shmoney, and she really putting it to good use. And she also 
directed or like came up with the treatment for this video. So I'm just very impressed. Oh, she did? Yes, she came up with the treatment, like the eyebrows and the all white that she had on and all that, and the being nude and I, she just she's doing the damn thing. And I'm like, I'm really proud of you, Cardi, because for somebody who just got in the game, you showing veteran people mm-hmm. that I shall not name how you should do it. Ooh, I caught the shade though. I threw a whole fucking tree, <laughs> and so. I just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I just can't believe what I saw. I think what really got me was the choreo where she was walking up and then mm-hmm. they all kind of got in formation and like. Somebody told me that's not a choreography. Sis was just moving her arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit. It's not like full on, like yeah, it's not like you know, Chris but Brown it's something. Yeah, it's something. It's like oh, it was that, that trash person. Yeah, I don't want to even. I hate I even. I don't know why those. Yeah, why did don't ruin Cardi B's moment? I'm so sorry. I'm so like, sorry. Like, how do you feel about Beyonce? I'm so confused. Anyway, yo. <laughs> anyways, it's just the uniformity of them getting information and like the way that they was moving. That was like you know interesting. So mm-hmm. that was cool. You know, I do. We actually, still know why she was naked or no? Oh, no, why I don't really know why everybody was naked. No, I don't really know. I mean, maybe she'll explain it later. I'm not sure. But I think Cardi is like Mariah Carey and like she just like being naked. Because Mariah Carey used to do that too. And I'm like, damn, Mariah, you love being naked. Like, mm-hmm. you just love feeling free and stuff. But even it makes me like the song more too. Because at first, sometimes it's hard to understand what Cardi is saying in her raps. So, like, as I'm watching the video, I'm really listening to what she's saying. And I'm like, oh, this is this song is actually not. As bad as I initially thought. Or maybe it's like the visuals is making me like the song more. But like I didn't know she was saying hashtag whoop that whole ass, fuck around, we're gonna start a new challenge. I was like, ooh, Cardi. Mm. I like that line. So good job, Cardi. Good job. That's all I gotta say. And I know somebody who was on set of their video shoot and they took some behind the scene photos. So I thought that was a great opportunity for him. I'm like, wow. And he said she was really nice. Um Great video, great job. Anything you got to say, best friend? No, I just liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I was just really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like the song. I don't know. I like the song. No, I really just liked the video. I really couldn't get past the whole them not having clothes on. But I do admit that, like, when they were doing the choreography, it did look like lit. It was it was a mm-hmm. nice little touch. They're like mannequins. Yeah, and I just liked it. There was a plot. Now, if I understood the plot per se, I don't know fully. But did I like the video? Yeah, because some people just go out there and like mm, just throw, you know, ass around. Or it's like a lot of colors. It just seems all over the place. Like they just threw this together. So no, I was I was intrigued. I liked it. Yeah. I don't understand why people don't take from Missy Elliott example. Like she did some of the weirdest shit, but you would never forget a Missy Elliott video if it ever came on. Like mm-hmm. she was just out of this world with like her concepts and like how the videos look. And that's why I'm like, I'm just gonna say her name. That's why I'm a little disappointed in Nicki Minaj because I'm like, girl, you you went there, got your aesthetic from you know Little Kim, and Little Kim was one of those people who had you know a creative wardrobe, mm-hmm. you know. She had stars on her titties and pink and yellow and green wigs. I mean, her crush video will forever be iconic, you know. But it's just mm-hmm. like, Nicki Minaj, you've been here 10 years. And you've done some pretty 
ridiculous shit with some of your fashions and wigs. I don't understand why you just won't be more creative with your videos. Why do they? Why are they so basic? I don't know, and I feel like I don't want to say is it not the budget? Like, it's not the budget because she has the money. I just don't. I don't. I just say feel like she don't, don't care try sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to say she don't care, but it just seems that way because I'm like, you have the money and I know you're, you can be creative because you've been it in the past, but like, maybe she just know that the barbs don't like whatever she put out. I don't know. Maybe she's a little complacent. She got comfortable. And that's why you'll never be, you know, whatever. You got to (laughs) keep reinventing yourself. That's why these new girls coming up, it's going to usher you on out because they not coming to play. And we could talk about Cardi all we want to, whether she write her lyrics or not and how problematic she is, but you can't deny that the bitch don't work hard and that she not being creative. I mean, her fashions be on point. Mm-hmm. The videos be on point. I mean, it was couture. Yeah. Press. Yeah. The songs, for the most part, have been on point. It's like, she worked hard. She worked hard throughout her entire pregnancy and she keep working hard. She's trying to make sure y'all don't forget her name and she's investing her money very well. She works hard and I can't take that from her. Press, 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 press. God, I don't need no press. (laughs) Um, But speaking of Cardi and music and Nicki Minaj, the BET Awards came on. Did you even watch the BET Awards? Okay. I did not, but I did see the performances. I told you to watch it. No, no, no. Okay, listen. I kind of forgot because when you texted me, I was asleep. When you texted me about it in the go. Show, I, I bet you it was some game thongs or something. You no. should have took your nap earlier so you could have been up to watch Dang, Game of Thrones. I can't even take a nap on a Sunday after eating a good home cooked meal by my mom. What like, your mama really? cooked? Hold on, pause. I what don't remember what she, she cooked red beans and rice this past Sunday, but oh my god, I don't remember what she cooked the Sunday before it. I just know it was good enough to have me on my back. Okay, resume. I always just okay. want to know what your mama cooked. Well, she cooked red beans and rice and cornbread. Can she freeze it and mail it to me? Oh my god, you say that every time. (laughs) Okay, and yet it has not happened. So okay, I see what I can do. I don't know how possible that is. I didn't. I'll send her whatever money she need to ship it. Wow, you so hilarious. Yes, so hilarious. But anyways, um, I did watch some performances. So like, I know I watched Cardi's performance. I watched hers performance. I saw some of Lizzo's performance. I saw Tyler Perry's speech. Mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of Mary J. Blige's performance. I didn't see Fantasia. Um, I heard Regina King did a great job. I saw a little bit of her intro. I'm sorry. Awards. Did you well, not Regina King. King. I'm sorry. Ooh. Regina Hall. It's like all these damn Reginas. I'm sorry. I saw a little bit of Regina Hall's um, entrance, you know, or like her um, opening at as the awards. As soon as it came on, the opening... Mm-hmm. I was like, this is homecoming. <laughs> I don't know what. I think it was like the black and white. And, I, and she didn't need to open her face. The camera didn't have to pan fully out. As soon as I saw black and white, I was like, this is homecoming. Yeah, so I saw some of the BT Awards, or at least like the majority. Of, and that's how I saw Lucky Day, too. Like, mm-hmm. I went and I heard that he performed there. Mm-hmm. And then I heard he performed Roll Some More. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, he can sing live. And like, the, the crowd was whack, but you know, whatever. But for the most part, I saw the important parts, which was like the performances and stuff. I heard from a lot of y'all that this is probably the best award show in a long time. Yeah, we can say a long time because there are some others that were like legit good. And I did feel Cardi B's performance. Um, Offset dancing was hilarious. <laughs> 
I guess Cardi B was like, if you don't get on stage with me, baby, you got to do some choreo. And but like, you know what? It was so refreshing to yeah. see like a man get up there and like try. A rapper. A rapper. A rap caliber. Because everybody else that raps in their dude, like, they literally can just walk the stage and not even need to have stage presence. They don't need to try to engage the crowd and they feel like that's it. Yeah. Where it's weird that women, every time a woman hits the stage, she literally has to do above and beyond. Yep, that's fucked up. Each that time. So I was like, yep, you better get on up there and pop lock and drop it all on the stage. <laughs> I didn't know Offset could dance like that, but a lot of people mm-hmm. said that he can actually dance. Mm-hmm. He was doing, he was popping and locking in the walking like a talking video, and he was in one of Whitney Houston's videos when he was a child. And when I first saw him get on the stage, my initial reaction was, why can't he just let Cardi have her moment? Like, legit. Like, why do they have to perform together? I thought it was smart, though, because both of the songs kind of had the same theme. Yeah. I mean, yes, I thought about it that way. Then I came back and I was like, well, I think it's kind of cute that, you know, husband and wife mm-hmm. up there performing. But mm-hmm. again, it came to me like, why are you up there with her? Can she just, like, have I mean, her moment? I'm not upset because I'm like, Cardi has had many moments at the Grammys, at the, was it the Billboard or the AMA Awards or whatever award show? She's had other, well, actually, the other performances are way more, to me, memorable and iconic than this one because, remember, at the Grammys, it was like she was a peacock or something and, like, she, and the, remember the girl that was doing the piano, the Asian girl that was on the mm-hmm. piano, fucking it up? And then, like, the other performance where she did I Like It Like That and that was right yeah. It was actually her first major televised performance after she had that baby. So to me, I'm like, I don't really mind because I'm like, both of the songs make sense together and she's had better moments than this on other war shows. So it's not like it's her first and he just still, even though a lot of people, he stole the show because he's dancing, but I'm just like, I mean, I'm sure she'll have more, you know, performances with production because the production was there as well. And the dance A lot of people upset that she was um, lip syncing, but I was like, uh... If y'all would have watched all the BT pre-show stuff, that sound and audio was not together. Yeah, I don't think this is the first time she's done it. I think it was it. better for her, to, but I think it was just better for her to lip sync. Yeah, I mean, it's not only that. I kind of feel like she's done them live before, and I think I what I hear a lot of people because they've done this to Nikki before too is that they complain about how out of breath they sound. Mm. And my thing is like this: she's not singing; she's rapping. Like I get it. Y'all feel like, well, you just rapping the words, so why you can't get up there and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, I mean, if she feel like she don't want to sound out of breath, and sometimes it's hard to understand Cardi because her accent and her tongue is so thick, I don't mind if you getting up there and you giving me production and you giving me dancing and looks. You know, if you're going to be lip singing on a track or ad-libbing here or there or whatever, because it's not like you singing. If she was singing, I'd be like, what the fuck? Why but you, you know who got some strong lungs and never sounds out of breath? Beyonce? Lizzo. Ah, okay. So talk about Lizzo. Talk about her performance. I loved Lizzo's performance, but I've also seen I've seen other performances from Lizzo, but I think that it was a lot of people first time being introduced to Lizzo Mm -hmm. because of the BT um, award. You could have had a bad bitch! Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, middle. All right. Um, (laughs) Help you with your career. I feel like you gotta finish it out just a little. But, um... No, I love her performance. I love that she whipped out the flute on us. I love that she is just being unapologetically herself. Like, mm-hmm. she got up there. You can tell that there was a concept behind it. She wasn't up there like she didn't want to be up there. Um, All the shade. Um, City girls. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, it was a good performance. And every time, like, she's up there performing, like, dancing and singing, literally, her lungs, I just know that they're strong. And I just know that she built for this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell that this has been years of vocal training, like, rehearsing. Like, she, you can tell that she worked hard. It's weird. Some people step on the stage and I'm like, oh, they really just got you together with this A&R person and, like, the record label really just had to pull you together. And then there's some people that I'm like, you know what? You was built for this all your life. And I could tell just by how you acting. But I just love her. And I like how she's, like, she, right now she's already playing to both sides. Like, she has, you know, the minority groups, like, blacks and everything like that, even though some of them didn't know her before the BET Awards. And even at work today, I heard a few girls um, singing. A few white walkers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard a few of them singing uh, Truth Hurts and then Juice. And then I was like, oh, so did you listen to the rest of the album? Yeah. You know what song we really like? Tempo with Missy Elliott. I was like, screw it. I was like, okay. Go I'm on, happy Lizzo. for her. Go on, girl. I'm happy for her. Yeah, Cardi I'm gave streamed. her a shout out. What song did I stream? She asked us to stream. Was it Truth Hurts? She asked us to stream some song to help her get in the top 10 or something like that. When mm-hmm. I say I played that song like so many times just to make sure, <laughs> even though I feel like my streams wasn't going to matter, I was like, you know what? I got to support. So I'm just going to listen to the song over and over again. Well, that's nice. I know Cardi B shouted her out like maybe a couple of days before mm-hmm. the award show. And she did a, sim- a similar performance with the flute on somebody's TV show. And I didn't know Lizzo was going to be in that stripper movie with Cardi B and J-Lo and them. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's how, that's how y'all. That's how, and I didn't know that they hung out at the Met Gala either. I'm like, I, mm. like, where was I when all this stuff was happening? I mean, I'm glad to see female rap camaraderie. I really am. But I'm like, why am I just not realizing all this shit? I'm really ready to see Cardi B and Megan Stallion interact because they've been in the same places. But I ain't seen one picture or one interaction between them. And it's weird to me. I don't know what's going on there, but I need to fix it. Give us a song for the summer. For hot girl summer. But, um, and I saw her. Let's talk about her. You know, her is, I really, if anything, I want her to play her instruments more. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that she can play so many instruments. And we've seen her play the cello. That's what she was playing at the BT Awards. It was a bass. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> an instrument. She was playing a Not whatever. <laughs> um, and she plays the guitar and she can play the piano. I just really want to see her play more instruments so I can see everything else she can do. I like the spoken word portion of it. Even though mm-hmm. I was shocked that they gave her six minutes of performance time, I was like, she got a whole six minutes compared to some of y'all that probably get like two, two and a half, three. But it was a really good performance. It was powerful. I liked the, but she, I'm not going to even lie. I know you didn't watch The Proud Family, but there was this episode where they had like a poetry. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a poetry episode. And that's what it kind of put me in the mindset of for some reason. But it was a really powerful performance. And I'm just like, I can tell her has like, um, she's she's going to last a long time. Like people really like her. Yeah. You know? um, I think so too. And I think it's because she's so authentic and she's like a breath of fresh air. But, you know, I'm like, she, she's going to be here a long time. And it's so funny because I remember when she was at the BT Award a long time ago when she was just Gabby What's her last name? It's Gabby Williams, Gabby Wilson. When she was going by her birth name, I remember she redid an Osley Brothers song. Mm. And so to see her 
leave and come back years later and reinvent herself with this mysterious persona and this whole different sound. I'm just like, it's so amazing to see her come up the way she did. Because when she was on the BT Awards back then, she was like a teenager or something. She was mm-hmm. like 16. And before that, they had said that she was in something else or she was on Disney or something like that. So I'm like, wow, you really, you are here to stay. You ain't going nowhere no more. Um, what else? Let's talk about Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Go, Mary. Go, Mary. <laughs> I just been thinking about how she be dancing. I know. <laughs> but no, I just, I like the fact that even though that she was honored and it was a tribute to her, she was like, listen, I don't need nobody else to get up on this stage <laughs> to sing my song because only I can sing them like I know how to sing them. I heard her. Some of her her vocals were a little rusty, but um, it was a good. It was a good. I didn't overall. even pay attention to that. I yeah. think that I was just so like pumped mm-hmm. to just see her mm-hmm. and like you know like all the songs. I feel like my mama and them listening to and stuff would be growing mm-hmm. up. I think that I was even not even paying. T- I was not paying attention to pitch or tone or anything. I'm like married and aren't the right to do whatever the fuck she <laughs> wanted to do on stage because she gave us hit after hit after right. hit. Right. I was like, what lady? F it up. Leave with all these fuck niggas that's been in her life. Yikes. <laughs> they all fuck niggas. I don't know who worse between the last nigga she was with or Casey, whichever one. <sighs> Casey, JoJo, the, the nigga, the Jodice one? niggas. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I get them mixed up. So I'm like, was she with Casey? Was she with JoJo? The skinny one. That's the one. The lead. Mary looked good. She looked good. Mm-hmm. And she just got a deal with Lionsgate, like a first look deal with like... Yeah, I heard I that. Lionsgate. So I'm like, girl, you winning. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> I don't even know why she got to pay him uh, alimony and stuff. Mm. And he cheated on her. Like, weak. You know what Weak. <laughs> Make the man look good. Always. He is like daddy. No, he, he does daddy. not age whatsoever. He, he looked good. Mm-hmm. He looked good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna stand the test of time because I know that he's like moving when well, he moved into you know acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's on that show. What is it called? Uh, about like a uh, freak. It's I watched porn. the show. The it's not about, it's, mm, deuces. Deuces. No, do I you watch has, it? No, I just it's a really good show. He does, but a I really heard it job. has something to do with porn, right? Yeah, sort of, kind of. Oh, okay. We we getting there. I think season two. Mm, we we getting there. Yeah, we kind okay. of tapping into it a little bit. But okay. fir- the first season was about like prostitution stuff. Like, ah, okay. Ah, okay. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Man. And he's a okay. pimp. Method Man mm-hmm. is a pimp. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll be sure to get into that. Um, and let's talk about Tyler Perry's speech. That was a powerful speech. Yeah, it was. It's like, damn, it makes you feel like, damn, I ain't doing shit with my life. I really need to get up, get out, and get something. <laughs> you know, in the words of CeeLo Green and them. I I kind of got teary eyed watching it because I'm like, man, like when you think about as much, I mean, you could talk about how like some of his movies are have bad writing and maybe how he depicts black women is not mm-hmm. always the best, but he does employ these black actors and actresses and like Taraji P Henson said, like he is the first, you know, Person director and creator paid to pay me what I was worth, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy and it's just like, yeah, you could talk about his stuff, but it's just like. He put his money where his mouth is. He makes sure to employ all these actors and actresses that some of them got their start with him. And so it's just like to know that like where he built his production company, it used to be a Confederacy camp or base. And like now a black man is owning it. Like, 
I was like, damn, Tyler, get me together. I don't know, it just meant a lot. Like, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Like, a lot of people didn't like how you depicted, you know, black women's very stereotypical mm-hmm. and different things like that. But, I mean, he built an entire studio. Mm-hmm. Like, he basically said, Hollywood, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And, like, Black Panther was shot in Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. all these movies are now being shot within Atlanta. And I'm just like, that wouldn't have been possible if, you know, he didn't have this studio there. So, yeah. And he's mm-hmm. employing Black people. I do think that he needs some more writers uh, in Wait, the room. Wait, did you just say Black Panther wouldn't be possible if he wasn't there? I said that I was I was trying to say like it wouldn't have been shot there if he wasn't there. I don't think so. How? I think they would have found another green uh another green room in another studio. Wait, they used his studios? I thought they did, yeah. Marvel got their own studios out there. You know, a lot of oh, Atlanta Yes, Atlanta is literally like the cheapest place to film because a lot of T V shows and movies film there. Like Marvel has their own studios there and they film I didn't know that. all of their movies there. Yeah. My bad. I I yeah. can't my statement. I mean, unless I'm wrong, I didn't know that. That's why I was like, huh, I'm confused. But yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, because all of his studios. Where you remember where I used to live in Atlanta? His studio was like around the corner. Hmm. And Marvel's studio is like somewhere in the trees and woods and grass somewhere. So I'm serious. You know, great speech, Tyler Perry. You had me in my car crying a little bit. Contemplating life. Yeah, because I eat in my car. I don't need to be bothered with them. And I need to Can I just say that anybody that's working in corporate America, like got a job, like a nine to five, that is Mm -hmm. the most rewarding feeling to walk Mm -hmm. out during their lunch break and to just Mm -hmm. sit in your car. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, Netflix! I be watching Netflix. I be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I be reading, and mm-hmm. my food tastes a little bit better. Just the <laughs> fact that I'm away from everybody, my food tastes so much better when I'm not trying to like be around everybody. Like today at lunch, somebody asked me for lunch outside. I love the heat. You all know that I love the heat. I hate being cold. Mm-hmm. I sat out there for five minutes. I was like, you know what? This would be. This would taste so much better if I was in my car, mm-hmm. and I left lunch. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I ate the rest of it in my cart. Just sometimes the office can be so confined and I feel like I need fresh air and I need to get away mm-hmm. from y'all and I need to just get out of this office before I go crazy. So I just love going in my car, getting on Instagram, talking to my brother, watching YouTube videos or whatever from like people I watch or mm-hmm. like playing my little word scapes game and eating my lunch. And I don't know if lunch tastes better, but it's just like, damn, sometimes I'll be wanting to crack my car up and just zoom the fuck up out of there and never come back. But I'll be leaving my book bag and stuff upstairs. I'm just like, nah, I got to go back and get them last couple of hours where I do. Because I take my lunch break at 2 p.m. every time. So when I come back for 3, I only have two hours left for work. Mm. Yep. I'm strategic with my shit. I definitely be waiting. I don't take mine at 12 anymore. I take mine mm-hmm. at like 12.30. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I take it at 2. But you mm-hmm. said, you just wait 30 minutes. <laughs> no, because everybody else leaves at around 12 o'clock, 12.15. And then by the time you come back to work, they already deep in their work. And they don't ask you, oh, how was your lunch? Oh, what did you have for lunch? Oh, oh I don't ask you stuff. <sighs> How there is a lady, funny? though, that waits after all of us goes to lunch, and then she goes to lunch. That's interesting. What was you about to ask me? I said, how do we even get on lunch? I have no idea. Yeah. What else was on the topics for today? Topics, 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 topics. Because we wrote a bunch of things. Well, you I want to do, Somebody asked me about the Democratic debate today. They said uh, if I watched it. I didn't watch it. I think I forgot it came on. Do you know what happened? I didn't watch night one. It's so many um 
Democrats that's running. Right. It's so many of them. So they had two nights. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the one with Elizabeth Warren. I watched the I watched like clips of the second one where it was Kamala Cory Booker. I'm sorry, Kamala Harris. I don't know. I need to give her respect. Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Joe. I call Joe Joe. Joe. Um yeah, they ain't with Kamala. Who ain't ifing with Kamala? The blacks. Because of her prosecution uh mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, who? A lot of people was like trying to bring up the fact. What were they trying to say? Like her birth. What is it? Birthism. Birth. Like how she is half Jamaican and half black and like half white. All this type of stuff. First of all, you can't be half of all those things. It has to be a percentage somewhere. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um. And other people were like y'all getting hung up on that. We don't even have to talk about you know her race or anything like that. But y'all need to be talking about is her record as a prosecutor <laughs> and what she has done. Mm-hmm. to like the black community and stuff but I do want to say that on the democratic debate she definitely was the standout mm-hmm. like especially when all of them were like arguing at one time mm-hmm. <laughs> and she came in and she's like America does not need to see us have a food fight America needs to know how we're going to put food on their tables I was like you know what that was a great one liner sis you got it. It was like she was using. She was very charismatic. I would say that she her timing was impeccable. It's almost as if she knew what to say. After she said that, I just pictured that meme in my head of them dudes going crazy, and then one dude like it was like some rap battle, and like the dude. Oh, they like, oh, like, yeah, that's that's what I saw <laughs> in my head. <laughs> but yeah, that's how the audience felt. Yeah, because they, like, they clapped and cheered and everything. I was yeah. like, yeah, she did that. There was another meme of Cory Booker looking at the other guy who started speaking Spanish because they were saying that like they said he did it before Cory Booker <laughs> yes. could do it. And I was like, uh, he do got that look on his face, like nigga, when did you learn how to speak Spanish? Like, no, that was supposed to be my chance to shine. <laughs> but, yeah. Psych your mind. Yeah, but so, I don't know. I'm kind of mm-hmm. over Joe Biden. I don't want Joe Biden to win. Why? What? What is the issue now? I, I just looking at all the stuff that he did in the past. I'm just not with it. I'm just not with it. And even but, Kamala like, brought it up about the whole segregation of the busing system and all this type uh, type of stuff, and how like Joe Biden was cool with the people that was trying to keep segregation and all that type of stuff. Also, I just think that I need fresh eyes because. Even though he was vice president, I don't want somebody to go in with that same mentality that they had, like, when they were in office as the vice president. I honestly think that we need somebody that's young, fresh eyes, and that, like, views the United States, I guess, in a different way. I don't... I think he just needs to sit down, to be completely honest. So, you're going for Kamala? I don't know who I'm going for yet. The verdict is still out. I can tell you that Joe is at the bottom of my list right now. And the, my list ain't that long. So over, you picking Bernie over him? I don't know, Bernie. Mm, they right next to each other. <laughs> and then where's Kamala? I don't know who. Kamala is up there, but I'm not going to say that I think that she needs to be the president. To be quite honest, I don't think America is ready for a black woman as a president. I don't. Because neither. I think that we got Donald Trump because America was so pissed that we had Barack Obama. Like, I feel like you can go so extreme with one way and then people are so upset that they'll take you all the way to the other end of the extreme and bring something that's the complete opposite of that. And he was speaking their language. Like, everything that they thought 
or felt. I mean, he was speaking to them. So it was like, yeah, even though he hasn't, can you imagine like, all, the all the promises? Even though he made those people all those promises, now those people, some of those majority of those people are shooting themselves in the foot that they voted for like Trump, and mm-hmm. he hasn't like you know closed in on his end of the bargain. Like he didn't hold up his word. But can you imagine when he was first running and he was speaking all that bigotry and oh, you know God. sexist He's rhetoric? How mm-hmm. much of them? who probably didn't go out to vote for the past two elections when Obama ran, came out from the woodworks to come and vote for him because, like I said, he was speaking their language and their rhetoric. Everything they thought about yeah. Mexicans and black people and women. Oh, baby. They was at them polls. Like, it was no tomorrow. We're going to get we're gonna get him in that White House. We're going to... That's my guy right there. I'm mad that you think that all of them sound like that because some of them are extremely educated and, like... I'm not saying all of them sound like that. I'm talking about them deep red rednecks who probably didn't vote in the the elections before Trump and like mm-hmm. probably came out and voted for Trump. I'm talking about them. Mm-hmm. Them, them. The ones in them counties that you can't even name. Like the niggas in Money, Mississippi or something like that. Like Ooh. a place like that. So that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's from the backwoods of Alabama. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. Right there. Alabama. So, basically, neither one of us really know what happened at the Democratic debates, and we don't know who we voted for, but... No, I don't. It won't be Trump. That's all we know. It won't be Trump. What was next? What else did we have to talk about? Because um, I don't have the list in front of me. Up next. Girl, you got a Kardashian appropriation, but honestly, they all trifling. Did you see the most recent, like, clips of this most recent episode from Kim these Kardashian. bitches, these bitches think they can fuck our men. <laughs> let's rewind. Yeah, let's go all the way back. Let's go Excuse back to how Mrs. what Sina was your friend, and you messed with James Harden, who was her ex, and also French Montana, who they were dating when y'all started messing around. No, 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 no. You claim to have amnesia about this Jordan Craig situation, which is Tristan Thompson's baby, hmm. baby father. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to even get on the rest of your suits. Actually, I'm going to tag myself out and I'm going to tag Destiny in and finish your ass off. Fatality. Go ahead. Let's just look at y'all whole family dynamic. Let's take a look. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, mom, I'm not even going to bring Chris into this. Chris, you can, <laughs> you can, you can sit over there on that bench. Uh, Courtney, take a seat too. You can sit over there too, Courtney. Yeah, because she, she stays within her, her lane and her race. Yeah, <laughs> she stayed within her lane. Yeah. Um, Kylie, <laughs> dear Kylie, was your sister not best friends with someone who you in turn ended up dating while you were underage? Like, was you? Uh, it's weird. That's weird. Anyway, Kylie, stay over there. But I'm gonna bring Kylie in at another time for like I guess a lighter point. Well, you know, there's also Justine Scott and Travis Scott. Yeah. So, her too. So. Yeah, she had a whole baby really quick, fast, in a hurry. Especially pregnant again, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Um, <laughs> Kim? Kim, Kim, Kim. I still think that you pulled Kanye from Amber Rose, no. but I could be wrong. Amber Rose said she found like naked pictures or texts from Kim on Kanye's phone, and that's how See? they broke up. All that's right, why then. she never fucked with with um Kim Kardashian. That's why they she never fucked with her. Mind mm-hmm. you, they have the same birthday. 
Mind you, you would think that they would have been cool because Amber Rose and Black China are like close, and Black China was cool with Kim and them. So you would mm-hmm. think they would all be in. Also, y'all outside people. What's her name? Pippin. What's old ass? Larsa Pippin. Uh huh. Girl, hush. You was all out here in these streets with future and stuff. Why you got your husband Ugh. at home with all these kids? Girl. The guy that don't know what economy is, what it look like, right. what it what feel is like. What you doing? Exactly. All he got to do is make babies. What's the other one named Malika? Wasn't Malika yeah. messing with uh, a married man and then yes. he passed Cheeks. and then got upset because the wife didn't let her come to the funeral to say her goodbye for her married husband? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, and Chloe, your track record is just like trash when it comes to how you get your men or, you know, find your men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this. Uh, in some little clip that I saw they said that Chloe was like bullying Jordan mm-hmm. and like all of them were like bullying her on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Kylie actually called Kim and was like, like, I can't only imagine what Jordan is going through. Can y'all please leave her alone? Like Kylie is crying. Mm-hmm. I heard like, it. She just, I can look at her eyes. And it's, it's not okay. I'm like, <laughs> you okay, sound just Kylie. like her. Okay, Kylie. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, can we back up for friend, a second? Can we back but, up and talk about how Kim was like, uh, Jordan should be grateful because Kylie is yes! how she treated her family. Girl. You know what? Fuck that bitch. That's how I, I cannot believe that she said that. Like, in the way she said it. Like, yeah. when she said it, it has so much malice behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... Like, she's a damn charity case or something. Yes. Mind and you, it's, baby, and she's, it's cool with the, she's cool with the Smiths. Will Smith is, like, practically a second dad to her. Like, her dad was in the industry. So, let's not act like she but don't come from money. They legit tried to make it seem like they gave Jordan her life. And then yeah. they also gave Jordan's family, like, they finances. And I'm like, girl, that's a bit much. Let's okay, not let's, talk about, let's not talk about Ray. how you got your finances okay. from the beginning. How you got yours from Ray J, a black man. <sighs> they upset but back but, to this whole appropriation thing, I don't know why Kim thought that she could just name it. What is it? Kimono? Mm-hmm. Well, she's changing it now or yeah. something. I mean, but... after after the backlash, which yeah. goes back to, I really want to know if y'all are so hip to other people's cultures and different things like that, why y'all don't have a diversity and inclusion team on Kylie Cosmetics or Kim K Beauty or all these business ventures y'all got? Why not invite people that y'all really trying to appeal to. Because they don't care. They don't care to really entrench themselves in the culture and get to know our culture because they know... Because it's about money. And I just... I don't even think give a damn. I don't know how I'm, what I'm trying to say, but I just feel like they don't care. It's just all about... They see something that's trendy and they take it with no real concern about like the 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 origin of it or the importance of it to other cultures. Mm-hmm. It's like I see a fat ass and I see how people react to it. I'm going to get a fat ass too. Yeah, you know, sad, bro. I'm gonna put braids in my hair. Pull what me. was the shit a couple of years ago? Box braid, a boxer brace or something. I'm gonna put cornrows in my hair, and now all of a sudden it's a new trend for everybody that works at Teen Vogue and Variety <laughs> Magazine and fucking wherever else. But I'm like, we've been wearing cornrows in the hood since like ninety, like the nineties and eighties and shit. Like this is nothing new to us. When y'all do it, it's acceptable. When we do it. Is we get discriminated against, yeah. mind you, in California, that's like the sixth state that's like getting rid of hair discrimination. We can't even go to work 
or walk down the street without these negative connotations about this because of our hair. But y'all can put that shit in y'all head and it's a trend. You know, these 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 fashion brands putting white models on the runway with like them ugly ass wannabe dreads mm-hmm. and locks and they could be fashion, but when we do it, it's like we smell like patchouli oil in the words of Juliana Rancic. Yes, bitch, we haven't forgot what you said about Zendaya. Right. So Trash. they don't give a fuck. They just see that it's trendy and it is cute. And I feel like maybe a part of them feels like if they do it, they'll appeal to us as well, but we see through the smoke and the mirrors. Yep. So they'll get there though. I really believe that how you treat people is like, you know, it's gonna come back. They're gonna age. They're gonna age horribly. Their ass is gonna sag. All this stuff gonna deflate. The wrinkles around their eyes and, and the crow's feet. Are Girl, they already there. Don't think they're not there. They already there. That that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna age very horribly. How they look now won't be how they look five, ten years from now. And that's that's gonna be the best revenge. When Looking they look like some spoiled milk. That's the best revenge. <laughs> not spoiled milk. Yes, spoiled milk. So yeah. Fuck the Kardashians. Yeah. And yeah, just fuck them. On to somebody who's doing really, really good. I think I remember seeing her when I was in college, and I sent you a video of Megan Thee Stallion, where she was freestyling in a truck. I don't remember. I remember seeing her, and I was like, yo, she gonna go places. And mm-hmm. we talked about it, but that was like, I want to say years ago, or maybe a year ago. We was in college, I think. We wasn't in college that long ago. Don't age us that much. Show. I'm not aging us. I said about it, what? Two years you ago? You said that was a long time ago. It, feel, it feels like, girl, listen, corporate America will have you thinking that like years is a long time. It is. But um, I'm here for Megan Thee Stallion. What I'm not here for is people that constantly try to tear down the black female body. Yeah, they keep talking about her nose, how she's getting a nose. I'm like, out. what is wrong with y'all? Yeah. At first, they were hypersexualizing her. They painted her out to be like this whole Jezebel caricature. She couldn't go on a freaking <laughs> okay. interview. Big words. <laughs> Listen, Tuskegee taught me well. She couldn't go <laughs> on a freaking interview without some man asking her something sexual or making reference to what her body looks like and what she wanted a man and all that type of stuff. Can we talk about the job? Like, can we talk about what she's here to do? She's here to rap. She's here to slay. She's here to remove edges. She's here to make sure that all y'all hoes have a hot girl summer. She's not trying to talk about all this other stuff that y'all keep trying to hypersexualize her with. Now, since y'all saw that that tactic did not work and that she don't really care for y'all and she not on that all sex stuff. Now I want to tear her down. For what? She's a beautiful girl. She is. Ain't nothing wrong with her nose. Like And all I'll... the people that are probably talking about her either want to be her or they would never like get her. That's how I took it. I don't know what's going on with all this self hate. And then the thing is, if she go and be like, hey, Michelle, and get a nose job and bleach her skin, y'all going to be the same ones talking about her. Why can't black women just love themselves and stop messing with their bodies? Because y'all like, drag us every time we try to be ourselves. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, y'all need to get off Megan Stallion dick. Let that girl live her life and be half naked and be happy and give y'all this, this music for the summer. Because city girls ain't giving y'all shit. They not giving you stage presents. Sis didn't even want to be there at the BET Awards. Like, legit did not want to be there. 
Well, she's pregnant. Maybe she was tired. I don't know. But she well, never really had stage presence. So. I, literally, all she had, she didn't even have to tell us why she didn't come. But if she wanted to tell us, she would be like, y'all, I decided to sit at the BET Awards because I'm pregnant and I'm tired. And she don't even owe us that. Maybe her manager is, made her do it or something. Maybe I know they, they to forced it. her to do it. But dang, if she don't want to do it, don't let the girl do it. She got the same drive as Cardi it, B. That's what it, it is. See, and then because that happened, look at now how we talking about it. It reflects poorly on the brand. To me, that was not a wise business decision. Mm-hmm. She should have just set out, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think city girls really care about it. They don't really care about their craft and stuff that much. They just care about like getting money. money. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what JT I mean, said on their little documentary. They asked yeah. her with, what. Would you do something like this again? I mean, it's all about the money. So, yeah, I can't say I wouldn't do this again. Yeah. I'll scam somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm so saying. tired of hearing her every two months. She getting out. She getting out. That bitch is coming back in I 2020. I need for them to, like, She's not solidify that Y'all need to shut the fuck up. She's so? gonna be in jail till 2020. Her actual release date. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, because I saw a video recently where the 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 CEO of um, Quality Control was like, she'll be released in 90 days, and I'm like, watch, 90 days don't get here, mm-hmm. and she'll still be in jail. <laughs> and it's not funny. I'm just like, I'm so tired of hearing. Every time I look up, every couple of months, it's like JT supposed to be getting released, and then she's still in jail. Honestly, shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing else and just surprise us. Just surprise us with her out of a cell. And then I'll believe you, but I'm just tired of it. Like, just stop. Y'all yeah. dragging it. You know, it would be nice because it kind of sucks that, like, they're kind of at the height of their careers probably and she's not here to enjoy it or help in building their brand because people don't really like Carisha. They, they don't? They, I thought they, they did. No, she's homophobic and she's illiterate and mm-hmm. people do not like her. And she has no stage presence, so that just makes it worse. And a lot of people really want JT to come back, and a lot of people like her over Carisha. But then I, I wonder, I wonder like how stiff, different stuff would be if you know JT was out because like I don't really know how her stage presence is. Like mm-hmm. you don't remember like last year when they pulled up some tweets or something from her where she said like if her son was gay, she would beat the shit out of him. Yeah, I remember okay. that. I don't keep up with them like that, so I didn't mm-hmm. know that people didn't like. I didn't even know the girl name was Carisha. No. Yeah, and they think well, she is kind of illiterate, but um, but what does illiterate have to do with people liking her? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You I like think they just think she dumb. I don't like him either. He's illiterate. Fuck too. I don't like him because I just think that for somebody to have all that, he's ignorant, and I'm not. I you believe those allegations <laughs> that and like I'm like you got all this money and you you just spend it so dumbly. Like you just don't spend it on nothing. And then it's just like he's didn't he beat somebody. Uh, one of his girlfriends or something? Uh-huh. I don't know, but it's just he's. I just like no. I mean, I don't really care if nobody can read or not because that ain't got nothing to do with me. But I know some people do not. They think she illiterate and like hmm. she is a little illiterate. But I mean, you can't help the environment you come from because Denisha was telling me like her mom was in and out of jail and like she was fifteen or fourteen in the eighth grade and like that ain't help out. So yeah, I did not know that. So, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know how we even got on them from Meg Thee Stallion. But right, we was definitely y'all, talking about. Mm-hmm, y'all need to get off Meg Thee Stallion. Let her live her best life. That girl is at the like, 
she didn't been through so much. Her mom passed away, but she's having a time of her life going around the world. She's right still now. going to school. Yes, right now she's in London. So I'm like, listen, y'all better back up off her because baby girl is doing the damn thing. And she's living her best life. She's giving y'all this music where others ain't. She can actually rap and freestyle. And she writes her stuff. And she country. And she's a beautiful girl. Leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. I think she dating Moneybag, yo. I didn't know that. Yeah, they be together a lot. I didn't know he had seven kids. I said, Megan, please, girl, whatever you do. I know you smart, so I shouldn't have to tell you. But, girl, please wrap it up. Put some, get as much birth control as you can get. Because seven kids, you don't need to be the eighth. You don't need to be the mother of his eighth child. So, please, wrap that shit up, B. Mm. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And that's all we got to say. Oh, we had one more thing. We had a question, right? Was it it? We had a question? I know he wasn't done. I was just singing. Oh, my bad. Was that all the topics, though? Well, I wanted to talk about the Black Godfather, but... Oh, you know, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I heard it's a good documentary. Okay, watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. And that's like I told you, I almost interviewed the director or of it. It would have been nice, but... Oh well. Um, what was the question that I posed? You posed the question of where do you see the genre of R and B heading with the emergence of new artists like Lucky Day, etc. This accent that she posed. You don't like it? Do you want no, me to read funny. it again? No, it was just funny. Oh. It was funny. That's all. I'm probably um, going to answer the question in the accent as well, so brace yourself. Well, you can go first. No, 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 you go. I feel like I've been talking a lot, so you can go. All right, so I have to think about this. Where do I see? Okay, if you got to think, then I guess I'll go. <laughs> go, Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, when I think about how R&B was in the 90s, how we had, like, girl groups, boy groups, how it was room for everybody, a different, everybody had their own style. Everybody looked different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to see where R&B is now, where it's like, it's practically dead. Or the people who are like the most popular seem to be artists who aren't black, like the Adele's and the Justin Timberlake's and the Sam Smith's come in and like, you know, fuck shit up with an album here or there. Um, and, like, some artists don't get the support they should, like the Melanie Fiona's and the Jasmine Sullivan's oh who can sing God, their asses yes. off, and the Fantasia's who can sing their asses off. And then you have this other genre where it's, like, neo-soul, where you have, like, the internet, and you have, like, I guess, her, and the Lucky Days, and the... I feel like I'm missing somebody. Um, just those artists. Because I don't mm-hmm. know, and I want to say Frank Ocean, but I don't know, Frank Ocean is just like in his own box. His yeah, own he don't world. really care. You can't put him in a box either. Yeah, and sometimes he'll be singing, and I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. It just go over my head. That like, I don't even know how to characterize him, so I wouldn't even put him in the same group as them. But I think with the increase of like the hers and the lucky days, and like, I feel like I'm missing somebody. And like the internet and stuff, like bands, I think R&B can come back. What about I Sula? think It's just an R&B issue. Okay, what about Summer Walker? Um, I guess she's R&B, too. I, don't, I haven't really heard much from her. I don't really care for LMA, but I guess she's R&B, too. LMA be killing me with these interludes. <laughs> Please, can we not? Can we not <laughs> go there today? Because 
And now we forgot to talk about her at the BT Awards, but she got on stage and was like, um, let I the just, music play. I just, <laughs> she said, let the hello, music do the hello. talking. <laughs> I just want somebody that's, you know, real. I want real love too. <laughs> Girl, next, can I get to the song? Dang, I'm trying to buy that Buddha. I'm not trying to. I hate that to... song. I hate that song so oh much. I really did. Like, I really hated Buddha. I just, oh, I don't know. Buddha. Okay, to get back on track, though, like, I think R&B could really make a resurgence. I just wonder, like, mm. I don't you know. I think it's... we already in the resurgence? I don't know. I don't, maybe because I don't listen to the radio. But then when I do listen to the radio, all I hear is hip hop. But and why like, is the ra- I feel like the radio eventually is going to become played out. It's sad, though, because the radio used to be the place back in the day. Well, times change. But is it times change? Like, I don't I don't think that radio could ever... I could see it could be obsolete, but I just kind of feel like, is it that times are changing or is it just that radio stations don't want to play a variety of artists and music? Like, yeah, what is stopping the DJ? You know, uh, what is stopping the, the DJ? The person that's in the front office that controls everything, probably. Okay, see, well, we need to get them motherfuckers out of there because my thing is, like, I should not be hearing the same songs every single hour. Like, there's so much music out there that you can literally play a different song every hour. Like, I don't hear Big Crit enough, and he is from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if they played Lucky Days, like, wrote some more song in Jackson, because, like, when it came out last year or whenever it came out, I wasn't down here, and I don't listen to the radio because the music on there is not good. So I don't even know if they play his stuff. But it's like, if I'm a DJ, and I'm really passionate about music, and I want to make sure I play everything, mm-hmm. I'm going to play everything. I'm going to give you some Lucky Day. I'm going to give you some 21 Savage. I'm going to give you some Big Crit. I'm going to give you some old school shit. Like, I'm going to play everything. And it's so much music and so many different artists out there. Like, there should be no reason why I should hear... What is a song that's always in the radio? There should be no reason why I should hear Old Town Road every hour. And because hip-hop is, like, so much bigger now than R&B, like, I don't know... Like, I I just don't know how or if R&B can ever get back to how it was back in the day, but I do think there is some type of resurgence with like the variety of artists we see and like mm-hmm. the sound is coming back. I Instrumentation is coming. Yeah, melodies and yeah. you know, I, I just I don't know. Like I don't think radio will be where it's at because I, I feel like I hardly hear. I haven't listened to radio in like years. Yeah, I don't listen to it. I just literally plug my phone up to my SoundCloud on my YouTube. And Which is my why music. I don't know how I'll be finding new music. If it don't come for you or if I'm not looking for it, I don't think I hear new music. But well, I think we can thank I TV shows for that. We can thank Insecure. Insecure, Insecure is always mm-hmm. playing some new music. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is always playing new True. music. And a lot of these streaming services are not getting to where they're making playlists. And they're also... You know, like, for example, on SoundCloud, if I just type in a song that I want to hear, sometimes it will literally, based off of my listening history, it will, like, play just some random song, and I'll find out about a new artist or new music yeah. that way. and now shows have playlists on Spotify. Soundtracks. They have soundtracks Yeah, now. like soundtracks. So, I think that's how we learn about new music, but, I mean, I don't, I don't like, hip-hop, like, even with this Euphoria show, like, this past, oh, we were supposed to talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. The music on this show is good. But yeah, it's it's good, but I for the majority of it is like uh stuff you heard before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the intro song for this last week they played Megan Thee Stallion. The intro song for this week was Stun Like My Daddy by Lil Wayne mm-hmm. and and yeah. Baby. And I was like, damn, this takes me back because I can't even remember where I feel like I was in middle school when this song came out and this when Lil Wayne actually used to rap and like mm-hmm. I haven't heard this song in so long, but like 
hip hop is in a lot of TV shows and stuff now. Or like people have original, they have like their own bands and stuff. They just play original music, you know, orchestras and stuff. It's like, it's, it don't have words. It's just like an instrumental and they just score the whole thing. So like, I don't know what R&B, but I don't know. I see it happening with these new artists. I just yeah. wish the, the same support we give these people, we can give it to the people that's been there before them, like the Luke James who can sing their asses off. And it's Jasmine. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because there's no reason why Luke James is not big. And even somebody like, I'm so surprised that um, Jesse, Jesse J, is that her name? That mm-hmm. helper can sing and JoJo can sing. Them two white helpers that can sing. But yeah. I'm so surprised they're not as big as they are. Like, that is just shocking to me. Because people want everything to be the commercialized and they want it to look a certain way and they want it to you know, if they try to put in the box. And because usually the people that are the most talented don't get like, you know. But look at Ariana Grande. She can sing. Okay, but also look at how Ariana Grande pushed out two albums back to back. I guess and that's the, true. But they sort of kind of uh, sound similar in a way. Mm. And okay. she has a powerful voice, but it's all that Maybe she I got a commercial. I put it in up. Pop sound. Like, it's stuff like that. That's why I can't get into her right there. All this shit she just did. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I can't get into her. But don't get me wrong. I love No Tears Left the Crowd. But it's just like, you know, it's not like true R&B. It's definitely like, pop. But then you have somebody like Adele who does R&B. And Adele, like Jesse J can probably sing circles around Adele. But like Adele can sing too. And she has a traditional R&B. So where can Jesse J fit in if this is a girl who can sing her ass out? What is she missing? Maybe it just comes down to their teens and who curates okay. and help, you know, promote their sound. Because JoJo can sing her ass out too. Right. Ooh, that girl can sing. I'm just like, you know. Because I'm pretty sure that Cardi got somebody, like going back to Cardi B and how like, you know, she's been leveling up. I'm pretty sure that Cardi's team at the beginning was on point. Yeah, they had. To, I mean, she has Tokyo Styles doing her wigs and her hair. I don't know who's doing her makeup. She has that I wasn't black even talking guy. About that. I'm talking about the oh. people like production. Like, okay, Cardi, what do you think about this? Helping her create, um, you know, like the video concepts, all this type of stuff. I really think that it's people that, like, you know, they really know what they're doing. But and I a also, lot of time these um R and B like singers and different things like that. Like I really just want to know like what team is around and that's like supporting them. And that's like saying, for instance, you could have the most highly talented people on the team at your job. If your managers suck, the team is gonna suck. So it's like, where's their support? And mm-hmm. those people may not even suck. They're the really like the most talented people. Mm-hmm. But all the building blocks and the foundation to help them get up there may not be on point, and they might need to fire those people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nicki Minaj fired her team and got a new. Uh, she got Travis Scott manager now. It ain't. I mean, but what are they doing? Because Megatron ain't it. <laughs> okay, you can stop. I'd rather hear Ariana Grande than hear that. Okay. They call me Megatron. <laughs> I run a marathon. Okay. How do you know the words, Aaliyah? Have you that's been listening to the song? Oh, that's not the words. Look, I just make you know, up. I ain't listened to it because I thought that was the words. It makes <laughs> sense. It sounds <laughs> like this how she would rap. <laughs> now it's stuck that, in that, my head. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, when she put out that snippet and they was like, "The queen is back," I'm like, all she said was like a couple of like 
she just made a sound and like y'all going crazy over it. like she just dropped the hottest freestyle since ever I'm like ooh the barbs Lord Lord have mercy she could shit and y'all would hype that shit up Mm-mm. literally y'all would Mm-mm. okay but what did you have to say about R&B cause you didn't get to go yeah we really be going off on tangents yeah let's lasso this back in okay um <laughs> I don't know, man. I really feel like they should have gave my girls like a better chance. Like Millie Fiona, how he said, Jasmine Sullivan. Like, come on, bro. I think that Jasmine Sullivan can sing circles around Adele. Yes, she can. But um, with this new age, for me, I feel like I like this R&B because I feel like for the longest, they were letting men dominate R&B in a weird way and then all their R&B was just about like sex and stuff and like cheating mm. and then pleading for her case and all that type because then you think about, about it Trey Songz and Chris Brown? Uh, yeah like Trey Songz, Chris Brown, even Usher was out here again but he was doing um, you know going like all that time mm-hmm. I just think Usher had reached his peak when he did Confessions wow I, I think that's what he no, but, I'm um, saying no. I'm saying like after confessions, I think that was the height of his career because that was around the time he was still dating Chili, and that really album. Not, not really. Yeah, because but they had we didn't know they, they had up. just broke. I <laughs> thought we didn't know until after that album came out they had just broken up. Um, because and everybody kept speculating that like that album was based off of him cheating and getting somebody pregnant, and really that was based off of Jermaine Dupree because Jermaine Dupree wrote the entire album. Based off of his real life experience, I guess cheating on Janet mm-hmm. and getting somebody pregnant. But like everybody thought that that's why him and Chili broke up. And like that couple with how good the fucking album was was just like, like Usher, Usher was on top. Yeah. But I feel like after that, his he ain't really put out a good project since. And he married that lady, and like people really wasn't fucking with him then. And he got divorced, and yeah, and then the herpes. So wow. But yeah, going back to it. I think that I'm excited to see what the new generation does because I do think that there is going to be a resurgence, especially mm-hmm. like with her. I like Summer Walker. I just want her to get not necessarily a little bit better at the content of mm-hmm. her songs, but I just think that there's more that she could be giving us. Oh, um, Anderson Park. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you left out your boy. That's your yeah, boy. I just wasn't thinking. Sometimes it's hard to think. Shit. Hair mm-hmm. hurt. <laughs> and then, uh, what else? Yeah, so I'm just like really excited for the next phase of it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's so many underground people that do R&B that we don't even know of yet. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that they see the light of day. Yeah. I want to see it like how female rap is making a resurgence with all these different girls. That's how I want to see it. Yeah. That's how I want to say, and I think we are seeing it, but I just I want our artists who came before to get that support too, because Jasmine like deserves so much better. Because after that hot girl summer, um, we got other seasons, y'all. Sometimes I want to be booed up, you know. Well, I'm gonna need some music for that. Speaking of her, like I had, I watch, you know, there's this YouTube channel I watch called Dating Hip Hop. I've been watching them for a couple of years now, and they review albums, and mm-hmm. they review her Fever album, and. It was normally it's just four guys, but they invited some women on who listen to her and who like her and just to kind of get that female perspective. For a lot of them, they kind of feel like her content could be varied 
And so what I have learned from watching is that she had a mixtape before called Tina Snow. And that one yeah. is better than Fever because she's not rapping about the same things. And the way she's rapping is different. And the production is much better. And it's much mm-hmm. varied. So it's like somebody was explaining it. Tina Snow is like a persona. And they think that this album is kind of along the same lines. So maybe, you know, she was just putting something out because it's summertime. And like, you know, she wants to do more upbeat stuff. And like, I know you were saying that you thought the mixtape was okay. You kind of wanted more variety because you feel like she talks about the same things a lot. And mm-hmm. that's what I have been kind of noticing because a lot of it, like she put out sex talk and then she put out big old freak. And it's like, I don't want to keep hearing you talk about this. Right. Like, I want to know your struggle. Like, granted, I know her mom just passed away. So maybe that's something she'll talk about on the next album. But like, I want to know how you grew up. And maybe when I listen to Tina Snow, because the way that they were talking about it, they was hyping it up. Like, damn, like she was rapping her ass off. I'm going to go back and listen to it. But I want to know Meg Stallion outside of the fact that she can slide up and down on the dick. Because I get it, sis. I get you like it. I get you got a fat ass. But like, I want to know more other facets to you other than this. But I get that it's for the summertime. It's for like, being ratchet and going out shaking your ass and twerking but they brought that to my attention so I'm just kind of like when you brought up there's other seasons and you want to be booed up I was like you know what you're right and I want another season from Megan <laughs> where I know yeah. her story <laughs> because um we need it yeah it's it gets to be a little bit we too deserve much. yeah but um are we done with this topic or this Mm-mm. question yeah Mm-mm-mm. um okay so euphoria because that's the last thing um, I haven't watched episode three. Girl, because I still have to watch Green Green. Oh, uh, uh, what am I saying? Greenleaf. Um, Queen Sugar from last week. I still got to watch. That. I still got to watch. I still got to watch Ambitions, the episode from last week. Oh, I haven't started watching it yet. Oh, girl, Robin Givens. Woo. She giving me all life, girl. My mama, my mama. We watch it together, and she has a reminder on the show. Like she loves this shit. Really, and my and it's so hard to get my mom to watch anything. Me and my brother, I always try. To, we can't even get her to watch Power. Like she won't watch it. So the fact that she can watch that show is just like you doing something right. But I gotta watch Queen Sugar, and I need to watch Euphoria. Um, but let's talk about the episode from the second episode because the scene where he was in the locker room, the white guy, the crazy one. His dad is first of all with everybody dad, walking through. Yes, with all the penises everywhere, I was just like, they really showing a lot of dick. And, like, they're all small and tiny. Some of them don't even look like they have penises. I'm just like, this is a lot. I'm serious. I was like, wow, like, this is a lot. No, because I watch, because Game of Thrones has sex and nudity in it, and they don't even show peens in their show. So I just was like, oh, shit, like, they really doing this. And then when I took that in, I was like, wow, there's a lot of I don't see not one horse in the bunch. Get off this thing. Good day. Bye. Bye. Get off. So I was just like. You've done enough. You've done enough. I was like, uh, okay. You know, like the only thing we don't see is the character himself who is uncomfortable with all this. And like. Right. Then you get into his story where like he was watching videos of his dad like having sex with all these different people. And his dad. I guess it was bisexual, maybe. Like, they don't really get into his sexuality, but he was having sex with guys and women and underrated. Like, it was just crazy. And then, I don't know, he got anger issues. And he beat up that guy who he thinks raped his girlfriend. His, his girlfriend, she's not shit for that. Yeah. Relying on that guy when she came up to him and basically harassed him to have sex with her in the pool so she could make him jealous. I'm just like, this is how men get locked up for mm-hmm. girls like you who lie for shit like this 
You know what I'm saying? And it was fucked up. I feel bad for that dude because I'm like, he really didn't rape her. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, why don't you beat his ass? Why are you scared of him? That yeah. nigga wouldn't have came up in my motherfucking house threatening me and beat my ass like that. But if he was it, definitely frightened. He was scared. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're going to beat my ass, you're going to have to, it's going to be a fight in this bitch because I'm going to find something because you ain't finna just, nah. Even if I would have had to get your ass while you was in the shower, I would have got your ass. I would have got you. But yeah, I was just like, why are you scared? This is a fucking teenager. Like, you better try to fight. Like, especially, you know, you ain't did shit. But, and then I'm like, if you had your cell phone with you, why didn't you just call 911? Because if they heard you screaming and yelling, they could have easily picked it up and just ran over there. But the dicks is what had me you know, in the episode. Oh my god. And the fact that fucking Rue like damn near overdosed off some liquid ass. What was that? I don't know what that stuff was, but Rue need to get her life. Yeah, I'm like Rue. Mac Miller told you much. to get the fuck out, but you didn't want to leave. Fans told you. That's that dude's first role, by the way. Like his first major role. That's what I, I had I to heard. look him up. But yeah, because I had to figure out who he was. I'm like, you look too much like Mac Miller and it's kind of freaky. But and he sounds black. But I'm like, that dude is scary as fuck. I, I felt bad for her because I'm like, I don't know what he would have done had she said, no, I don't want it. Like, get that shit out of my face. And the fact that he was like, oh, it's $300 just for that. And then an extra six because I had to ask you again. I was just like, this nigga looks scary. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Rue. But he was already telling her that they don't, these people don't play. Mm-mm. I would at least hit in his bedroom. Like, why? Something. You, yeah, why you, like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, Rue, like, what the fuck? You could have died again. Almost died again. Like, mm-mm. Episode too much. Yeah, it was. I was scared for her. I really was. Do you think that, uh, since you're on the second episode, do you think that, uh, what's the girl name? Rue got something for Jules? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if she is attracted to her or not. And I don't know if it's the need for companionship because when they flash back to, like, her dad, and you can kind of tell her dad's death has a big impact on why she is the way she is now. I'm wondering if it's just that she finds somebody she can relate to or if she's in love with her. You know, or in love with the idea of her. You know, because I think people can you have friends yeah. who can be like that or people who are just in love with the idea of a person. And they haven't really got into it. Maybe they will later on in the season, but I was trying to figure that out too. Like, are you? do you like her like that or something? Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if you're just territorial as fuck because you, were, you didn't have friends before her or if you just got a crush on her. I think it's a crush. And I can understand one or one or both because given that the shit she was like when they showed her and her mama arguing. Yeah. And like she was throwing stuff at her and then she picked up a knife and was threatening her mom. I'm like girl, Good acting was, though. Girl, Good if that acting. was me, we would be at my funeral. At my funeral if I ever did that to my mama. It was good acting, too. And I feel bad when that lady put her on the spot, like, can you give us a five-minute blah, blah, blah about your summer? And I'm like, nah, bitch. You know damn well you heard that she overdosed and she was in rehab, so why would you put her on the spot like that? And I hate when teachers do that in general. Get up and introduce yourself and tell us about yourself. No. Can we, like, organically get to know each other? Right. Like, like, I hate when y'all make us, put us on the spot like that. Can you tell us your favorite color? Tell us the interest in fact, what school you went to? You know, like, why y'all make us do that? Like, uh, and I just felt bad for her because I could tell like it was really getting her. And then when that girl was like, I think it's brain damage. And that, and that girl stuck up for her. I'm like, Rue, don't be doing Lulu or whatever the fuck that girl name is. Lexi or whatever her name is. Don't do her like that because she had your back when that girl was talking shit about you. And you're going to need pee from her again. So you need to calm down. <laughs> right. But it's a good... I like it. It's a good show. Yeah. My brother watched the first episode. He said it was interesting. Um, yeah. 
and he's gonna try to get into rest. But I need you to watch Big Little Lies to get into. Yeah, rest. it's next on my list. Yeah, yeah. The if lady anything, at work was telling me this is lady that I love at work. She's mm-hmm. like the most perfect, pure person ever, mm-hmm. and she always compliments me on everything that I wear. Anywho, but she was like. You know, are you watching these shows? And I was like, yeah, I'm watching you for it. She was like, listen, Destiny, listen. Honey, big little lies. That's all I'm saying. Girl, that's it. That's all I I'm leaving you with. I told you my brother watches it. I saw somebody else now who got into it. And you don't have much to catch up on because the first season was seven episodes. And we're in the middle of season two. And okay. Meryl, Streep, Meryl Streep is on the second season. Zoe Kravitz is in the show. It's got a really great cast. And, like, each character is just very interesting and it's funny as fuck but it's real as fuck it's just it's really good and I'm like this is a good ass show like it's just so good and I just see everybody like talking about it now and I'm like yep get on the way but you get left behind wow like I did with Game of Thrones <sighs> you know I got left behind we're not gonna Game talk about it we're not gonna talk about it because that made I'm... me think about who who left off bad movies who got <laughs> who, who, who left it took me a minute to understand what you said but that was funny I mean we're gonna listen my brother got his friend to watch Game of Thrones in three weeks he watched Game of Thrones okay does his friend weeks. what does his friend do every he day works. His, he works he's married and he has two kids oh my god so you really don't have an excuse but no just... yes I do okay you work he, obviously he works too and I just said he's not, married with two kids. He ain't cleaning the house and he ain't watching them damn kids. If he can yes, watch he Game of Thrones in three weeks. Well, his wife doesn't watch it. And when they're not there, like when he has some free time, he, he watches it. Or I, and I, most of the times it seemed like he watched it at night. Like he stayed up and watched it because he was like, man, I got to go deep. to sleep. I mean, <laughs> it depends on, I don't know what time he goes to work. So it's just like, I don't know how to schedule uh, work. But I know he don't watch it around his kids <laughs> and his wife don't watch it. So. But Destiny, like, I'm, you're gonna, I'm telling you, I have never, I've never steered you wrong, and I just feel like you can get into Game of Thrones. I think that you would like it. So, um, no, <laughs> Destiny, please. On that note, can you at least make it to season three? Do you say we'll slow all the way to season three? No. I can't. We can talk about Game of Thrones every day and how I'm not going to watch it. Destiny, please. I don't I think you about much. it. <laughs> I really don't ask you for much. <laughs> I don't ask you for much. You know what? Forget you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can follow us this is on too long. Instagram <laughs> at fish underscore underscore grits. And, you know, we're going to get the website finished very soon. We're going to... I posted a video of Destiny freaking the fuck out to Lion King. There you go. I'm not adding bombs to that, so... Um, or whatever so freedom! Sound. I'm not adding that, so you can have your fun with that. Um, you can go on Twitter and watch Destiny's reaction to the Lion King TV spot with Beyonce singing. Is there anything else I missed? Nothing. I think we should close out with. Okay, yeah, this was really long. Oh my god! When I got stuck in my oh yo, if somebody made a trap version, Migos. First of all, if y'all put Migos in a fucking trap version of Lion King, I would be utterly upset. Aaliyah, please stop. Why did you put that into the universe? Why? I don't need them on that. 
Okay. Good day. See you guys around five. Bye.